G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. We are into a conversation all about the blessing of God and how individuals like you and I might deliver a blessing, blessing that comes perhaps based on Scripture, but delivered to people, whether they are people we know or whether they may be strangers. Our special guest is Roy Godwin. Roy is an author and speaker. He's former executive director of Falder Brennan Trust. It's become well-known, a missional house of prayer and Christian retreat centre in Wales. Uh, Roy, these days, is retired, but we're hearing some wonderful wisdom on delivering the blessing of God. Roy, just a short while ago, we were talking about blessing. The blessing comes from God, but he uses us to be able to deliver it. If we're talking about the authority to bring blessing, is this something for every believer? Uh, Yes, it is. Uh, One of the amazing... I mean, I I just find myself bowled over again and again at the generosity of God. And he's given us his son. And if that's what he had done, uh, full stop, that he'd sent his son to be a ransom for many, how wonderful that would be. But he gives more. He calls us to be part of a people. And that people is uh, uh, royalty, and it's uh, a royal priesthood. And we we need to look at this, because this is prophesied in the Old Testament. Peter writes in his letters and says, this is who we are. This is who you are. You are now part of uh, of this particular family, this this new nation on earth, followers of Jesus, and you are a royal priesthood. And part of the um, the work of a priest actually is to speak blessings. Now that's laid out very clearly in Scripture that there are three fundamental things. One is the ability to go and stand in the presence of God. Well, we're able to do that because of Jesus. We have no condemnation. Our hearts do not condemn us. We are welcomed by our Father. Secondly, because we have been in his presence, we come out carrying his presence. That doesn't mean that we're conscious of it, um, although at times we may be, or we see the evidence of it. But just by being in his presence, we carry his presence when we go out. And thirdly, we are commissioned to speak blessings in the name of Jesus. And those three things are laid out very clearly. One, two, three. Roy, Roy, if we have an aspiration to be the conduit, the one who brings the blessing, I know you reflect on the thought that sometimes, as believers, we're chasing the blessing ourselves or chasing blessings. 
How do you turn that around and no longer be the one who chases the blessings, but the one who is the deliverer of those blessings? That's a really good question. I like that question. It's profound, isn't it? And um, I think it's fascinating because it's not quite where I in generally uh, am, am coming up against people or, or, or meeting with people. I find so many people actually have never found the blessing that they're looking for. Uh, I mean, they, they, they know Jesus as Lord and Savior, but the reason they're running around is that they haven't quite entered in because they haven't realized what they've already got and they're going from place to place or big jamboree to big meeting, conference, whatever, seeking what it is that's missing and begging God to give it to them. But but they've received it. It's their birthright. So they're asking God to, to do things, to give things, and, and God is looking at them and saying, well, wake up to what I've already given you. I've, I've given you Jesus. If I give you my son, will I not freely give you everything? And so the moment we believe, we are already living under the blessing of God. And the way to grow in that is to let go of what we've been given. So that when we realize that we have been forgiven by God, with his help we learn to forgive those who have injured and hurt and wounded us those who sinned, those who trespassed against us. When we realize that God amazingly says that he loves us, with his help we begin to find that we can love others who had looked unlovely to us in many ways. And when we realize the, the sheer quantity of blessing that God is longing to release in our lives, if we'll give him space to do it, we will begin to find ourselves blessing others. And it's one of those amazing things in, in the economy of God that the more you give away, the more you receive. That's how you receive more. You receive more by giving away what you have. Roy, what do you say to people who think that blessing is only material gain? Uh, when there is an an immaterial side of what God's blessing is for us, and perhaps we're describing that as God's gracious and merciful salvation in its fullness. Uh, but what are your thoughts for people who think that blessing is the new shiny car or the bigger house, uh, that it's all material? Yeah, Um It's true that in the Old Testament, blessing and prosperity was uh, demonstrated very much in the material world. When Jesus came, everything changed. We've come into a a new time of glorious liberty. And, And those things that would in the Old Testament the physical things um, that would have demonstrated blessing, they were a shadow of what was to come. I mean, everything that was received by all those generations in Old Testament days, it's all gone, it's all lost, it's rusted or it's buried, um, but, but the people have died anyway. 
the blessings that God is giving are profoundly spiritual and affect the whole person, every part of life. Um, now, I do believe that we can expect God to bless us, um, if you like, financially. But, but that's not the focus. That's not the point. In fact, the, the New Testament is very explicit. It says, this is how God blesses us. He has blessed us by giving us Jesus. And then it's every spiritual blessing that we have inherited with Jesus. All these other things, yeah, you know, if, if we're in the place of poverty, I do believe that God can prosper us, but he is still our supplier, and he can be our helper, often through the Christian church around us, the, the family of God. Um, but he can do that miraculously. But that's not what blessing is about today. If we really want to see blessing come upon someone, it's growing in their knowledge of Jesus. That's where blessing lies. Growing in the understanding of just how much they are known and understood and accepted. You know, stinking of pigs dressed in sinful rags, accepted by the Father and forgiven the moment we turn to him. That's where blessing lies. Looking at him, seeing his majesty, knowing that one day we will be with him. But we're not just hanging around waiting for that. We're engaged in God's kingdom purposes the moment we believe and trust in him. We haven't got a lot of time to be spending looking around for new cars and, and so on. We're, we're sharing Jesus with people. We're supporting those who go if we can't go. And um, in every aspect of life saying, what can we give away? Or what can we invest in kingdom purposes? It's not about selfish gain. Roy, when we talk about blessing, either receiving blessing from God or, as we're talking about here, the ideal, not being just the receiver but the one who is the conduit, the one that is the uh, one on the authority of Christ giving the blessing, we can sometimes think of that as how that might affect us individually. But when we talk about affecting our whole community, now you've seen this happen too. How does blessing spread throughout a community and make that real difference, a divine presence of God blessing a community? Well, it would take a book to answer that. And, of course, my latest book seeks to answer that very question. Um, and I will bless them. Um, I, I think the, the starting point, obviously, is prayer. It, it's understanding that God's purpose for you is to be uh, an outlet of blessing into the community. And one of the ways that you do that is through your intercession, crying out that God's kingdom will come and his will be done on your bit of earth, where you are. And, and when we pray, you know, Jesus said, this is how you should pray. 
And this is the center of our praying. It's, it's all about the kingdom of God, the breaking in today of God's kingly power and authority. It's warfare. When we say your kingdom come and your will be done on earth, that, that involves God coming in such power to a community that it shatters the authority of all the other spiritual forces and uh, agendas of wickedness that may be at work within and upon a community, shattering their power, dethroning them, and bringing in healing and revelation. And then we can cry out to God and say, God, as you come, as you break the powers, as you break authorities, as you sweep through our community, um, will you come and bring restoration to broken relationships? Uh, Will you bring hope? Will you bring revelation of Jesus to unbelievers? Will you send dreams and visions? Father, do whatever is necessary But break in, Father. Let your kingly rule, your kingdom, break in today. Let heaven break out in my community. Well, if the blessing of God can come, Roy, to the life of individuals and families and can spread across communities and blessing can come to communities, perhaps then blessing can come to a nation Uh, So if you are speaking blessing on your nation, who do you say that blessing to? Well, uh, you can certainly do that. And you can just speak. You can just speak by faith over the nation. If I'm doing that, for instance, if I'm doing that for Wales or for Norway or for Cyprus or wherever I am, um, I like to have a map in front of me that somehow just gives me the visualization of the nation. Um, so it might be the continent of Australia. And I can say, Australia, I, I bless you that the Spirit of God may come, that the kingdom of God may break out upon you. But Australia is a massive land mass. You know that much better than me. Um, and you know, if we start small, and start blessing the ones and twos. And um, if we're in a little community, start blessing that little community. If we're in a city, take a few streets, a small area within the city, start to intercede for it that the kingdom comes, and, and then just speak out blessings over the community. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Um, and, uh, and as you do that, Ask God to give you you eyes of faith to see what he is doing. And sometimes there's just a quiet, slow change. Sometimes there's almost immediate effect in that community. And, And when we begin to see God moving like that, as we speak over, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. And I bless you. In Jesus' name. There's an old saying, Roy, (laughs) that goes, better to light a candle than curse the darkness. If you don't have a spiritual habit of blessing, are you more inclined to be the person who complains or curses the darkness, that things are not the way you think they should be? Uh, Is this a remedy for changing the heart of a person that's 
uh, actually bringing the blessing of God rather than something else that might be toxic or poisonous. Absolutely. I mean, it is the antidote. Blessing is the antidote to cursing. And uh, blessing in the name of Jesus is the antidote to the works of the evil one. And, uh, and we are so good um, at, at walking in judgment. And uh, we're not called to walk or strut in judgment. You know, I'm a Christian. Uh, I'm the righteousness of God. I know righteousness. I know what it is. Look at those wicked sinners. Look at those people, the way they live. Um, uh, actually, we're called to walk in mercy, and we're called to walk in love, and we're called to walk in blessing. Um, come back again and again to the, the Father Jesus spoke of, who, who welcomes the Son back, um, even though he stinks. He welcomes him back, embraces him. He owns him. He puts the ring on his finger and adopts him. Um, this is this is the one we are called to emulate, to follow. Roy, you began to talk about what blessing on Australia might look like. And as you say, yes, it's a big nation. In fact, the states are all big. Uh, there's big cities and uh, big communities, and big wide open spaces. If I'm just uh, putting you on the spot here, because time is now short and we're drawing our conversation to a close, I wonder if I can ask you to speak a blessing over Australia. But knowing that there are people listening to our conversation uh, in some of the biggest capital cities and also in the smallest, most remote communities. So... (laughs) I wonder if you would uh, do us the honour and in the authority that, you know, you recognise before God to be able to speak a blessing over people listening to our conversation now and our nation more broadly. I wonder if I can ask you to do that for us. It would be a privilege. First of all, I just want to speak the blessing over over the listeners um, and Thank you for for staying with us, being with us on this. And uh, I just bless you wherever you are. Uh, You may be in a city, you may be way off in the the hinterlands, but wherever you are, right now, this moment, I bless you in Jesus' name. I write the name of Jesus over your life and over your home your dwelling place, your circumstances. I write the name of Jesus and I put the name of Jesus upon you. And I call upon the Father to do what he has said when we put his name on the people. He says, and I will bless them. I bless you in Jesus' name, each one of you, that you may know that the blessing of the Father is here for you right now. Whatever you need, he has nothing but goodness for you. I bless you in Jesus' name that you may know that he has heard your voice and is quickly responsive to you. And Australia, this mighty nation, I bless you. In Jesus' name, 
those who uh, carry responsibility for major decisions, those who wonder how they're going to put food on the plate tonight, wherever you are, whoever you are across this land, I bless you in Jesus' name. Australia, I bless you. That all the prophetic words of a coming move of God in Australia might be released and fulfilled. I bless you in Australia. I bless you, Australia, in Jesus' name. That the blessing of God may be loosened upon you. That harvest time may be here. That from north to south, east to west, there may be a spreading expanse of fields that are white unto harvest. And each one of you listening, I bless you, that he may give you insight to recognize the days, just like Issachar, to recognize the days and know how to pray for the kingdom to come where you are, that you may speak with faith the blessings of God over the people, over your community, over your state. And say simply, the blessing of God be upon you. And I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. And Roy, I'll humbly receive that blessing on behalf of everyone listening to our conversation today and for those decision makers who are making decisions about the future direction of our nation. Roy Godwin is an author and speaker. You can get a hold of Roy's books and he talks about blessing. You might want to become that conduit of blessing. One of those books called and I Will Bless Them, another one called The Grace Outpouring. You'll be able to get a hold of those at online booksellers or also through or also through Kurong Books. And when you're asking Kurong, ask them about a discount coupon when you visit the store or order online. There's a website too where you can connect with Roy Godwin. It's RoyGodwin.org. RoyGodwin.org. Roy, thank you so much for talking to all of these Aussies from your home in Wales. Really appreciate you very much. Uh, Thank you for being with us today on 2020. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 